Ladies and gentlemen, here's Shirley Lin with In the Spotlight. Welcome to In the Spotlight. I'm Shirley Lin, and today my guest is Candice Chen, who is the founder and CEO of Fluff. That's F L U V Fluff,、uh, which is a sharing economy, pet care, and foster care platform. So, well, I will have Candice explain all that to you eventually. But let's meet Candice. Hi, Candice. Hello. Hi, and I believe that、uh, you are from Taiwan. Except I was born in the states. I was born in South Carolina. Yeah, right, right, right. And then, like eight months ago, you came back to Taiwan. That's correct. Right now,、um, before Fluff, you actually had another business in the states that was, and which was selling、uh, dragon fruit juice called Pink Matter Juice Bar. Pink Matter Juice Bar. Yeah. Okay, how did that start? Let's start with that one. I'm so curious. Now, first of all, dragon fruit is not grown in the states, so ideally they were imported. Why dragon fruit of all things? I have to start from the very beginning. I yeah, worked、sure. at PepsiCo for a while as a manager, and I learned a lot being a manager at PepsiCo about how drinks are made, how consumer packaged goods are made. And I realized towards the end of my before I resigned at PepsiCo, I realized I wanted to create something healthy. <laughs> there are、mm. a lot of unhealthy snacks and drinks out there. And I started traveling. Actually, I resigned and started traveling.、Uh-huh. I came back to Taiwan to visit my family. And when I went to a night market in Taiwan, I tried dragon fruit juices. They sell that a lot at the night markets, and I just fell in love with it. It was really tasty and really healthy. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is it. Maybe Americans will like this. Then I went back to the states, thinking, okay, I'm gonna make this happen. I'm gonna bring this amazing product. To the states and get everyone to love it. We started doing R and D. I I just hit up some college friends and started developing the products. We formed a company, did some market research. Also,、oh, you were not on this alone. You had some friends doing it with you. Yeah, I had some、yeah. friends doing it with me. Although we kind of went part ways later on. In the beginning, they were helpful, but well, now now I know how to pick partners and co-founders. <laughs> it was a really good learning experience. We knew our target market was not gonna be Taiwanese because、uh, it was gonna be high end, it very pricey in the states.、Right. Dragon fruits are very hard to come by in the states, like you said earlier. We had to import it from all over the world, Guatemala. Yeah, you know, you could have picked any other fruit, but you chose dragon fruit, and it wasn't even grown in the states. So you were taking a risk over this. I mean. It was your very first, you know, startup. Yeah, and you chose something really, really challenging. Actually, because I saw an opportunity, and I, I had a lot of、uh, friends, American friends, American American friends, that were really, really into exotic fruits, exotic healthy foods that were pretty,、oh. uh, just healthy things that that are Instagrammable. Because of the rise of social media, people like to take pictures of their food over there. In the states back then, everyone wanted to take pictures of their food and had something healthy. They wanted to have something healthy, you know. And I thought it's only Taiwanese people who love to take pictures of the food. It's everybody. It's everybody. It's all everybody. Of the world. Yeah. Yeah. It's everybody in this time of life. Yeah. It's <laughs> everyone loves taking pictures of food.、Yeah. So acai was getting really popular, and quinoa. All this really exotic imported 
superfoods. Wow, I, I I don't think I even know the first one you just said. Acai. That that's a really cool superfood. It's a it's a type of berry. Oh, okay. That can only be found in Brazil. Yeah, and everyone was having everyone in the states. They they just loves acai bowl. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's, it got okay. so popular. Now I totally understand why you chose dragon fruit. Yes. Yeah. And for those people who probably don't know, it's they come in two different colors, and it's a very gosh. How would you describe dragon fruit? Well, anyway, there's one that's really more like deep purple color. The other one is like white. And the deep purple color can really stain your clothes, by the way. Right. <laughs> But、um, it's、uh, it's very 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 flashy on the outside because it's got this fuchsia colored skin, very special, very colorful skin. And then inside is either you know purplish color or white, and you know, with thousands of seeds, tiny tiny seeds that you can swallow. But anyway, yeah, nice and good. Okay, <laughs> really nice and good. It's a it's a superfood, full of. Antioxidants and yeah, yeah, a bunch of vitamins.、Mm. The most important thing is it's pink. Per the purplish pink color, actually caught everyone's eye in the states. In, yeah, in California, when we started selling it, dragon fruit just got accepted to be imported by、okay. the government just a few years before we started the business.、Oh, so、okay. people were getting. They were still kind of unfamiliar with it, but、okay. you could get it at high-end markets, high-end exotic markets. I see. And acai was kind of dying. It was, <laughs> it was trendy, but people were looking for the next thing. Oh my goodness! Yeah. And I. That's a very Taipei thing, you know. Things don't last very long. You、mm, know, it's like、yeah. a flash in a pan, and then a gun, and then the next thing comes up. And yeah, and Taiwanese people just love to get in lines for anything and everything that they find a line in. They don't know what they're in line in for, but they figure it must be good. You know? Oh yeah, anyway, I, I, I wait in line a lot in Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest difference. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so dragon fruit, and、right. you love yourself, and so you started doing it. It was just plain dragon fruit juice, or do you add anything to it? Dragon fruit. Actually, it doesn't have much flavor. No, it isn't.、Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't.、Yeah. it doesn't. It just looks pretty and it's healthy.、Yeah. So we had to figure out a way to localize dragon fruit to Americans, and we did a lot of R and D, a lot of trying, and a lot of market research. We tried it with mango. People loves mango. You mean、People、mix love- dragon fruit with mango? We, yeah. Okay. We mix dragon fruit、hmm. with mango and some lemons, rose water because. It's also popular. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, we mixed it with with a lot of really cool local f- local fruits. So we mixed the exotic fruit with local fruits that people、okay. are familiar with, in order to localize the products. You were really successful at the end, right? Right. So we actually started selling the drinks in West Hollywood,、mm-hmm. like Beverly Hills area. Uh huh. It's an area full. Oh, so eventually you moved to California. I actually was always in California. Oh, I was oh. born in South Carolina, but when I went back from Taiwan to study and work, I was in California. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was in California for over ten years. Wait, you were born in South Carolina, and then how old were you when you came back to Taiwan? I was about one. I was really oh, young. Oh, oh, all right. And then you went to Taiwan for elementary school. Elementary、years. school and. Some middle school years. Okay, so when over there, when I was fourteen, fifteen. So that was when I moved to California. Right. 
You're listening to In the Spotlight with Shirley Lin. You called it pink matter. Pink matter, because dragon fruit, fruit is pink. <laughs> right, pink matter. Nice name. Very catchy. So you offer different flavors, offer not different just flavors. one particular juice. How many different flavors did you have? I'm curious. We had on your menu five, five, okay, five flavors. Yeah, and there were one shop, just one shop, or we had a shop, and we actually sold to a lot of grocery stores as well. Wow! So it became a wholesaler actually in the end. <sighs> that was when I exited. We sold to a lot of natural food grocery stores in California, <gasps> and it just became really popular. First, we started the farmers market, uh-huh. and. That was when we were doing our market research, wanting to see how people would react to our flavors. Sure. And I remember our first month, we were giving out samples, and everyone on the streets, they were some of them. They would say, "Oh my gosh, what it, what is this? This is so disgusting." <laughs> <laughs> and then and then we started finding them. We we're like, "Okay, we're doing something wrong. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna fix something up." So yeah. we started mixing with mango, uh-huh. and we started mixing with lemon, honey. People like it sweet. In the I know, States. yeah. But they also want it yeah. to be healthy. It's, it's a complicated feeling. <sighs> so we added honey, so it sounds healthier. <laughs> added honey, uh, people like people started saying, mm, "This is really good." <laughs> oh, is this pink natural? And I would tell them, "It's completely natural. Yeah, it is completely natural from this super cool exotic fruit called dragon fruit. Yeah, it's super healthy. It's a super food." Full of antioxidants and vitamins. They would love it. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, "Oh my gosh, this is so amazing! Where can I get more more of this?" Okay. People started ordering online, and then we started talking to grocery stores. And because we were based in West Hollywood, Beverly Hills area, celebrities started drinking it. Oh, really? There were so many stars from Netflix. You might have heard of some of them. Uh, yeah. Even the Kardashian family, they've had it. <laughs> so. A lot of famous people have had our drinks, and they would post it on their social media.、Uh, kind of just went viral because of all the. We're lucky that we're at the at a location full of celebrities, and that's the farmers market that they go to. Yeah. And so, after, how many how many years did you have this business? For about a year and a half. That's it. Yeah. So wow! It just went booming. It just、yeah. went booming because the celebrities were very helpful. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah. That was amazing.、Oh, they were they were very they were willing to try new things and share、oh, it、sure. with all the fans. <laughs> all the fans would follow what they said. Yeah, yeah, and you can still find it in California, all over California at natural food markets. It, it's ten dollars a bottle. It's kind of pricey. Yeah, but people still buy it. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, that's great. Okay, so then you came back to Taiwan, but before you came back to Taiwan, you knew that you were going to start a pet kind of service. I actually didn't know. Okay, I didn't know. I came back to Taiwan, just wanting to spend more time with my family. Sure, but I did know that I was gonna start another business. Just I was looking for an idea. I was looking for an idea. Well, actually, because I always knew I was born to be an entrepreneur, <laughs> and I well, after I quit my job at PepsiCo, I that day I decided I was never gonna work for anyone again. So、oh. I already knew I was gonna start another business. And I truly loved being an entrepreneur when I built when back in the states when I built that dragon fruit business. It was amazing, created something from nothing, and brought something from Taiwan to the states. I feel like I wanted to 
make an impact mm-hmm. by being an entrepreneur. So I wanted to do the same thing back in Taiwan. I wanted to bring something helpful, amazing back from the states. And I, I was still looking for an idea. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was still honestly still still looking for an idea. But I, there were so many things back in the states that I wish we had in Taiwan. Like oh, a, like what? Like well, like a lot of really cool apps. <laughs> that, oh. A lot of really cool apps. Uh huh. Yeah, a lot of tech related stuff. Can you name one? Yeah, like ClassPass is a really awesome app that connects you with. Yoga studios. I'm a. I'm really. I love working out. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I. But I don't like memberships. Okay. So with ClassPass, I was able to book a boxing class just on the app. If I want to go to boxing class, just book it real quick on the app, and I can go in the afternoon. Or I want to go to yoga yoga class tomorrow. I can just book a yoga class real quick, and it's always cheaper than. The actual price because the spots that they have on the app are usually the leftover spots. Oh, so it's okay. It's almost like sharing economy in a way. When uh-huh. I mention our app about sharing economy, yeah. when you utilize all the resources, leftover resources, for a lower price, it's actually very good for the consumers. Also good for the business because mm. they're otherwise they will have empty spots. Hmm. So, that kind of sharing economy concept, I have always been in love with. Oh, all right. You know, actually, this thing is new to me. What is sharing economy? Sharing, to, be, to be specific, sharing economy is about sharing the resources you have. Okay. With other people, you can share it for profit, but it's always lower than the actual cost for the consumers. Just like Airbnb is Airbnb is a really good example of sharing economy.、Oh, you have a room that 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 I understand. Yes, right. You have an extra <laughs> room at your house. Yeah, you can yeah rent out that rent out that room for a certain amount of money. Right, you make money, but that room is always cheaper than a hotel room. Yeah, so we're sharing our resources with other people,、oh. which is a really really good way to utilize. All the resources you have to make extra money, and it's good for everyone. Great, it's a win-win for everyone. Well, what about fluff that we start off talking about? Well, we'll get to that in the next episode. Join me in in the spotlight to speak with Candice Chan again next week. I'm Shirley Lin. <laughs>